0: Gospel St. Luke Gospel St. Luke chapter 1 verse 26 We're actually going to read um, a lot more than what we normally do on a Sunday morning uh, but I need you to get it So we're going to read through verse 38 All right. okay. uh, It says in the 6th month I'm reading from the New Living Translation In the 6th month of Elizabeth's pregnancy God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth a village in Galilee to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the son of God. What's more, your relative or your cousin Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month. Well, the word of God will never fail. That's right. Y'all don't even know when to shout. Mary responded, <laughs> I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. Right. And the angel left her. Uh, We're going to go to God in prayer real quick, but I want to speak to you for a few moments from this thought. I I didn't ask for this. Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for another opportunity to come into your presence. We thank you for another chance to go into your word. Now, God, we ask that whatever is said and done here today be said and done for your glory, be said and done for your honor, be said and done to give you the highest praise. God, we ask that this word be real and relevant. Don't let us just be hearers but also doers. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. And it's in that name we say amen. 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 I didn't ask for this. Um, we, we, uh, we studied in a series, uh, the thank you series, for the month of November uh, in, in lieu of the Thanksgiving holiday. Uh, and so for the month of December, uh, of course, with it being uh, the month of Christmas, Um, we're, we're going to, uh, start a month long series, uh, entitled The King is Coming. Um, and so this will be the first installment of, uh, the series The King is Coming. Um, and so I wanted to start, uh, I wanted to start at the beginning. I wanted to, I wanted to start at the beginning, so I want to give you this context, uh, as sort of an intro, um. Because I don't want to make the assumption that everybody here or everybody watching online has the full understanding of uh, why Christ had to come in the first place. All right. Okay, uh, so so we're gonna go back real just real quick. We're gonna go back uh, to the beginning of time before uh, there wasn't before uh, there was earth as we know it. Before uh, there were there were people. Before there were animals, uh, the Bible says. The Bible says uh, that the Lamb of God was slain before the foundations of the earth, um, which which means that that God knew we would need a savior even before the foundation of earth. Therefore, anything God knows, God says, God does happens and time has to has to be flexible enough to catch up with what God has said. OK, so so because because the Lamb was slain uh, in the future, the Lamb had already been slain in the past because God is infinite and he, he has no concept of time. So because the Lamb was slain in the future, the Lamb was already slain in the past, uh, the Lamb being Jesus Christ himself. Uh, so the Bible says that the Lamb was slain before the foundations of the earth. So essentially what that means is uh, that God knew he was going to create us. And he knew that as much as he loved us and as much as his intent as high as his intent was for us, he knew that we would mess it up. Okay? So, so, so we have to make sure that we always understand that there is a line between God's will and free will. And so, and so God's will has to be done, but free will can sometimes um, can sometimes alter the path in which God's will is done. Uh, which means God, what, I, what I'm saying about that is God created us perfectly. Okay, God created us without sin. God created us to be able to dwell in the Garden of Eden uh, forever. Uh, we wouldn't have to. We wouldn't have to plant anything. We wouldn't have to have to kill anything. Uh, there would be no sin, and essentially, literally, we would be uh, in heaven on earth. Okay, but but the issue was because God has implemented free will. Uh, free will allowed man the avenue to be able to go against the desired will of God for our lives. And so because God gave us free will, Adam and Eve chose with their free will to go against what God had initially uh, set up for us. And because of that, that's how sin enters the earth. And therefore, because sin has now entered the earth, the only way we can be reconciled or brought back to God, our father, is to have a savior or a sacrifice that is clean enough, that is pure enough, that is holy and worthy enough to counteract Our act of sin. Okay, so so what God does is God knows at the beginning of time what's going to happen. So God makes provisions at the beginning of time for us to be able to have a savior. Okay, and so God decides that in order for us to have a savior, it's not enough uh, that this savior just come down from heaven. OK, it's not enough that this Savior just come down from heaven. We needed uh, a human sacrifice to represent uh, uh, our human issues. We needed a human sacrifice to stand in place for our humanity. And so God then has to wrap himself in flesh, wrap himself in humanity uh, so that there could be a suitable sacrifice for our sins. Okay, And so uh, 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 one preacher said it this way, he said that there was a conversation in heaven uh, about who was going to be the sacrifice. And uh and God the Father said, Well, I can't come down and be the sacrifice because if it's up to me, I'll just wipe everybody out and I'll just start over. If it's up to me. Uh, and then and then the Holy Spirit said, Well, I'll go and I'll be the sacrifice. And 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 in the conversation in this this uh boardroom meeting in heaven, uh, they told the Holy Spirit, No, you can't go, because see, if you go, then uh you you you're gonna be trying to uh, uh cover up for everybody and and you gonna be trying to intercede for people that don't deserve it, and you gonna be trying, you you gonna be trying to do all this stuff. So you can't be the one to go. And then Jesus steps up and says, "Well, I'll be the one to go, because because I, I can be I can be human enough to be tempted, but I can be godly enough to not fall into it. I can be human enough uh, uh, to walk the earth, but I can be godly enough." Uh, to not fall uh, To not be uh, to, to, to not be conformed to the world I can be I can be human enough that I can die But I can be godly enough to get myself Back up So he says I'll go and I'll be the sacrifice So even at the beginning of time uh, God already has this worked out But here's the catch How do we get this human sacrifice into the earth And so God says I can't Send a human sacrifice in traditional Ways because if I use A man and a woman to create the sacrifice sacrifice. The sacrifice comes out tainted. He says I can't I can't send them in a traditional way. I can't allow the sinful seed of a man to enter the sinful womb of a woman because then it just creates a sinful sacrifice which is all for nothing. So God says what I'm going to do is I'm going to take a woman that's as pure as you can get. Meaning she's a virgin. She's never known a man. She's never known a man so I'm going to take a woman that's as pure as you can get and I'm not going to use a man because because if I use both of them, then that messes up everything. So what I'm going to do is, is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use my spirit to impregnate her without the assistance of a man. And as long as she's never been touched by a man, my spirit can, can resonate in her enough to produce the sacrifice necessary. And so, and so uh, as we get to our text today, Mary is this woman. Mary is the woman that God chose to bring the savior of the world into the earth. Uh, There was nothing super special about Mary. Mary didn't come from a long line of money. Mary didn't have a whole lot of influence or affluence. Uh, Mary just happened to be willing and obedient to do the will of God. And sometimes that will get you uh, to where you need to be because sometimes uh, all we need uh, to do in order for God to use us is be willing and obedient and so because because Mary's willing and obedient, God decides this is the woman that i 'm going to use uh, to bring the Savior of the world into the earth and, and and God decides to send an angel to talk to Mary God sends an angel to talk to Mary to deliver her the news but nowhere in the Bible do I ever see where Mary verbally makes herself available to be Uh, The conduit in which God uses to bring the Savior into the world. Hmm. Never in the scripture do I see where Mary goes to church and she asks God, God use me. (laughs) Never in the scripture do I see uh, Mary praying in the prophecy of her own room saying God uh, I know that there's something greater for me here I I know that you've called me to do more and and if you want me to do more God use me. I, I never see Mary have this conversation in scripture. Which leads me to believe that when the angel comes to deliver this message to Mary, uh, that Mary didn't ask for this. Come on. That's right. That's right. right. And That's sometimes right. God will use you to do some things. God will use you. Uh, God will use you for certain situations, even though you didn't ask Amen. to be used. And, and, and looking looking at the text, uh, just from the surface view, it looks like that's a that's a, a blessed place to be in. For you to just be there and for God to be able to see you even when you don't see what he's doing. And God to be willing to, to take you even in your mess and say, I'm going to use you to do something great. Even as messed up as you are, God created you anyway and he created you for a purpose. And his purpose is for you to do something great. That seems like a very blessed place to be in except for when you didn't. You didn't ask for this. What, what do you do when God imposes His will upon you? And I didn't, God, I didn't, I, I didn't ask for this. What, what do you do when, when you've asked God for a lot? But this, God, I didn't ask you for this. Uh, Out of all the prayers you could have answered, you answered the one I didn't ask for? God, what? I I didn't ask for this. And so I want to look at this particular situation and I want to pull out uh, four things uh, that, that Mary did not ask for that she got anyway. Uh, And I believe that that at least some or one of these four things will uh, either have applied to you, are applying to you, or will apply to you. Uh, First thing that we see that Mary didn't ask for, Mary did not ask for favor. Mary got favor, but Mary didn't ask for favor. Uh, The Bible says, Luke chapter 1, verses 28 through 30, let me read it to you real quick. The Bible says that Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman of God, the Lord is with you. And then I know Mary didn't ask for it because 29 says, Mary's confused and, and disturbed trying to think what the angel could even mean. What, what do you mean, favorite woman? What, what are you talking about? I don't, I don't even know. First of all, I don't even know you. <laughs> Let alone know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And then the angel says, Don't be afraid, Mary, uh, for you have found favor with God. All right, yeah. all right. Now, 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 Listen, I'm. I'm gonna be honest with you because, see, this is what you gotta understand. I, I wanna, I wanna let you into uh, the preacher's realm for just a second. Uh, when you're in the preacher's realm and you're studying for a sermon, that, there's oftentimes some stuff where when you read the text, some stuff will shout you, and then God will sit you right back down and say, "Don't, don't, don't move too fast." <laughs> Way. See, see you, you think you think you to write down this note that, that's gonna tear the whole church up and, and, and God says just slow your wrong. <laughs> because the Bible says the Bible says that that the that, that Gabriel tells Mary you have found favor with God. Mm-hmm. But Mary's confused because Mary says I wasn't looking. Yeah. <laughs> I <know that's> right. <laughs> <laughs> hey! hey. What what do you mean? I found <laughs> favor with God. I wasn't I wasn't looking, fam. I'm minding my business. You you found right. me. I don't. I know that's right. <laughs> Isn't it good to know that you serve a God that will give you favor? Even when you're not looking... Isn't it good to know... Isn't it good to know that you serve a God whose favor will find you so that you can find it? Okay. Uh, I'm not talking too fast. Y'all listening too slow. The favor of God uh, will find you so that you can find it. The favor of God will make itself available to you so that you... Can find it, so mary li- listen mary doesn't mary's not looking for this favor and and, and the angel the angel's job the uh, one of the primary jobs of an angel is to be a messenger. Uh, they're just supposed to deliver messages and Gabriel is just doing his job Gabriel shows up to Mary and he delivers this message and says Mary you are favored and Mary says what are you talking about I'm not I didn't I wasn't looking for that I didn't I didn't ask for that what do you mean I found favor and so and so uh, I, I, I began to be troubled in my spirit because I'm trying to understand Mary even though you wasn't looking for it why aren't you excited about it because if I'm not looking for a hundred dollars but I find it on the ground. Praise God for you. (laughs) So so just because you're not looking for it doesn't mean uh, that it's not a good thing. So I'm trying to figure out what it is about favor that has Mary so uh, upset. What it is about favor that has Mary so uncomfortable. What is it about favor that has Mary so uneasy. So I looked up what favor means. And favor, uh, there's a couple definitions of favor. One of them is to be approved or held in high regard. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then another definition is uh, Favor is Excessive kindness Or unfair partiality mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so Mary The angel tells Mary Mary you've been approved And held in high regard hey! okay. The angel tells Mary Mary listen God is showing you Excessive kindness And unfair partiality So, So then it starts to make sense to me Why Mary is so uneasy About this favor Because Mary understood What favor means Mary understands that favor ain't fair Mary, Mary understands that favor ain't fair, but but here's the blessing about favor not being fair. If favor was fair, none of us would qualify. Because because by definition, there's nothing you can do to deserve favor. Right. By definition, favor by definition favor is unfair partiality. So so if favor is fair, then you can't qualify for it. Amen. Okay, so so now Mary's Mary's confused and she's a little disturbed because favor ain't fair And because favor ain't fair because I'm getting something that I don't really deserve because I've, I've I'm getting this unusual kindness because I'm I'm been given this unfair partiality that's gonna bring some persecution. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. That, 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 there's gonna be some people who are not excited about your favor. There's going, to be, there's going to be some people who are confused as to why you're so favored, and they seem not to be. That's right. um, and so Mary is now uneasy because you're telling me that I've been favored and I'm about to have this baby, but that's going to bring persecution because who's going to believe this is God's baby? <laughs> I got to try to convince... I'm I'm not even married. I'm just engaged. And you want me to try to convince some people that I'm pregnant by the Holy Ghost? Y'all can sit here and act holy if you want to. But if my wife comes in the house talking about she's pregnant by the Holy Ghost, her and the Holy Ghost can live happily ever after. because. (laughs) So so Mary's confused. She's confused because because now now I, I i don't know how i'm going how how i'm going to make this thing work and so and so gabriel says listen i'm just a messenger uh, so if somebody got a problem with your favor uh, you tell them you take that up with the one who favored you okay y'all 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 not getting this because some people are upset about your favor and you got to try to explain to them hey i didn't ask for this So if you got a problem with my favor Don't take it up with me You're going to take it up with God Because truth be told I know I don't deserve it But he decided to give it to me anyway So if you really got that much problem with my favor You're going to talk to God about that So Mary says Mary says I didn't ask for this But but I got favor The next thing Mary doesn't ask for uh, That Mary gets Is a calling Mary gets a calling that she didn't ask for. Verses 31 through 33 say, uh, you will conceive and give birth to a son and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. So so Mary gets this calling to be the mother of, to, to, to be the mother Of the savior of the world Mary gets a calling To be to the responsibility Of raising The king of the Jews Okay now um, uh, so, so Mary gets a calling To give birth To God's baby Mary says I, I ain't asked for this I, I ain't asked for this uh, Mary says uh I, I gotta have God's baby. Uh so that means what that means is uh because Mary is pregnant with God's baby, and Mary knows that nobody's gonna believe that she's pregnant with God's forget nobody, what about the man she's supposed to marry? I know. Who? That's right. Who is gonna believe that this is God's baby? So Mary is already expecting. This is gonna cause some pain in my life because I gotta try to convince the man that I'm supposed to marry that I didn't do anything wrong. I didn't cheat on you. I didn't. I didn't sleep around on you. Didn't nothing happen. I just. I was minding my business and some angel just popped up out of nowhere saying that I was pregnant with God's baby and I've been given this calling and I didn't ask for it. I don't even know how I'm gonna accomplish it. I don't know nothing about this. But but I've been given this calling And Mary's pregnant with God's baby So now Mary has the responsibility uh, To push through the pain Of of producing What God has planted Mary now Has the calling to push the pain of producing what God has planted because Mary, uh, the Bible says that she will not only conceive a son, but that he will be born, which means that she not only conceives this baby, but she's gonna have to push this baby out, and when you push the baby out, that causes some pain, but she's gonna go through some pain even before she pushes the baby out because society is gonna tear her up, so she gotta deal with pushing through the pain so she can produce what it is that God has placed inside of her and she has no idea how she's don't function and install it. That's right. I can relate to Mary a little bit because when yeah. God called me to the ministry, I'm looking confused. Like, how in the world did you come to that conclusion? Right. <laughs> and then after he comes to that conclusion, a few years later he says, uh, I want you to be a pastor. And it took me a while to get okay with that. And then he says, I don't just want you to be a pastor, but I want you to plan a church. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. God, we need to talk about this. Uh uh, do, do we get a vote on this thing, huh? Because, because, because then I start trying to use the Bible against God. I'm mean, God. You said you would give me the desires of my heart, and God, I didn't ask for this. So. Talk to me. I don't I don't know what, what's happening right now. So I, I can relate to Mary, but Mary, uh Mary uh is it, it, she, she receives this calling and she didn't ask for it and, and not only did she not ask for it but she had no experience to be able to do what she's been asked to do. That's right. Mary's been asked to raise a baby. She don't know nothing about raising no baby. This is her first baby. Mary's been asked uh to raise a king and Mary's not royalty. <laughs> Mary's been asked uh, to deliver the Savior and she's a sinner herself. Mary's been asked uh, to function in this calling that she knows nothing about. So Mary has to, Mary, Mary has to, uh, Mary has to be okay with accepting this calling that she didn't ask for because Mary's wondering, how is it, God, that you chose me? I'm just a nobody. I I, I don't come from no money. I don't nobody even really know who I am. I didn't even get to say so on who I'm about to marry. Right? They just they just put me with the Negro. I don't even know. I, I just. Uh, how did you? How did you come to this conclusion? I mean, and, and and so what? What really blessed me is that time and time again, God continues to look for the overlooked. All right. All right. God continues to find the people who are least likely to succeed to be the ones to, to, to carry out his will. God continues uh, to use uh, uh, like Dave, like uh, Jesus' ancestor David, uh, who when the prophet comes to his house, his daddy don't even think enough of him to call him in from the field. So, so the prophet is in the house and the prophet denies all of Jesse's other sons and he says there has to be one more because I know this is where God sent me but ain't none of these cats it and so Jesse says the only one we got left is David and he out there with the sheep and so David has to come into the house for a moment that he had no time to prepare for. He's still smelling like sheep stuff and got lit and cotton all over him and, and grass stains in his jeans and he didn't get a chance to take no shower. He couldn't put on no suit. He didn't get a chance to update his resume for the interview or nothing and they call him from the field and say David we're gonna use you to be the next king of Israel and so that God continues to use the people that are least likely to succeed. He uses Moses to carry out the children of Israel. And he uses Moses to be a civil rights leader. And Moses has no experience or no skill to be a, a, a public speaker. Moses has no experience or no skill to be a leader and God chooses him anyway. Uh, the Bible doesn't say that Noah was a carpenter by trade, but the Bible says that God chose Noah to build his ark so that he could have uh, something to repopulate the earth with after the flood because God God continues to use the people that are Overlooked to carry out his will and marry You a nobody and you think that Nobody's been seeing you because you're a nobody But I want you to know that the creator Of everybody sees everything that you're doing And because the creator of everybody Sees what you're doing it makes you Available to him And this is what we got to understand Yes God will give us a calling that we didn't ask for But once you get the calling that you didn't ask for You can't not do what you've been Called to do I, I don't care. I don't care how long you run from it. I don't care how long you ignore it. I don't care how upset you are about it. At some point, you have to do what God called you to do. Amen. The, 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 there's no way around it. The prophet Jeremiah said, "I'm not saying nothing else." <laughs> <laughs> about God. I'm tired of talking to the same people, telling them the same thing. They don't want to listen. God, you keep sending me into these spaces, embarrassing me. I keep telling these people, and they laughing at me and and, and talking about me. Ain't nobody listening to nothing I got to say. I'm going through all of this ridicule, all of this persecution, trying to preach your word, and it ain't doing no good. God, I ain't saying nothing else. Bible says that Jeremiah decided he was just going to sit there and he was just going to do his own thing. But then Jeremiah said, uh, there's, there's something happening inside of me. I just, I, I just can't help but to do what I've been called to do. Because if I sit on it too long, then it starts bubbling up inside of me. And Jeremiah said, it's like fire shut up in my bones. I just can't help but to do what I've been called to do. When God has truly called you to do something, you can't not do what you've been called to do. So Mary didn't ask for it. She didn't ask for the favor. She didn't ask for the calling. And then she didn't ask for the anointing. But see, you got to have the anointing because the favor is going to bring the persecution. And the calling might bring some ridicule. So you got to have the anointing to get past all of that. The favor and the calling seem good. But if you ain't got the anointing to handle the favor and the calling, then the favor and the calling will be a curse on your life. So, so Mary, Mary didn't ask for it, but God gives her an anointing. It's right there in verses 34 and 35. It says that Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. She said, Then the angel says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and uh, he will be called the Son of God. Um, th- let me help you understand because y'all didn't read where it said that Mary was given an anointing. Let me help you understand. The anointing is simply the power God gives you to be a miracle. Many times we're looking for God to work a miracle. Uh, but there are some times where God has to give you some special power to be a miracle okay? see, see there's a difference between uh, you getting a miracle and you being a miracle Th- There's a difference between you being uh, a receiver of a miracle and you being the supplier of a miracle Okay, So God has to give you a special grace or a special anointing to be able to be a miracle Miracle, and so and so the angel tells uh, Mary, Gabriel tells Mary, Listen, uh, God got this whole thing figured out. He says, God is going to give you an anointing. He says, uh, God is going to send his spirit to cover you and overshadow you. See, here's how you know when you've been anointed to do something because when you do what you've been called to do, when you do what God has given you the favor to do, when you do what you just can't help but to do, people don't even see you. Uh, it's right there in the text The Bible says that the spirit of God Will cover you and overshadow you uh, So people will realize Listen I've been knowing you your whole life And there's no way that you can be doing that And you tell them you're absolutely right Because the spirit of God Has overcome me and overshadows me So it's not even me that you see God is just working through me This ain't even got nothing to do with me I'm just the vessel that God is using This ain't got nothing to do with me And so, and so Mary says Uh, uh, Mary says how can this be I'm a virgin the angel tells her Gabriel tells her listen God got this all uh, taken care of God has has given you an anointing that will allow you uh, to to all you have to do is is just just function and God will do all the rest God will make sure all you got to do is be ready to move and God will order your steps all you got to do is just be willing and available and God is going to take care of everything in contemporary terms uh, Gabriel tells Mary listen uh, when God moves you Move just like that, and so, um, so the angel tells Mary, uh, "Listen, God got this all figured out." Uh, and so and so this is what you gotta understand. see sometimes uh God will give you an assignment uh that favor is not enough to get you through God will give you an assignment that a calling is just not enough to get you through. sometimes God will give you an assignment that you gotta have a special anointing to get through. uh let me get it to you like this um y'all all know, I love to cook, I love it uh and so uh Thanksgiving was thursday uh and and it always baffles me uh that everybody uh you know post their pictures. Uh, my, my wife loves it. She loves to post the pictures. Uh, but we all eating the same thing. Uh, your picture is my picture. You seen one, you seen them all. We all we all eating the same thing. But 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 so I don't I don't I don't do the cooking uh, for the pictures. But but I told my wife when when I cook, it takes me a while because because it's not just enough for the food to taste good. I need the presentation to be right. I need I need the I presentation to be right, and sometimes that might add a little extra time on the meal prep because I need the presentation to be right. And so this year, uh, I had I, I had thought about uh, instead of just just roasting a turkey, I said, well, babe, maybe this year I'll fry the turkey. And so and so I thought my grandmother had a fryer at her house, but she didn't have a fryer. So I went to my girl's house. She said, no, we don't got the fryer no more. So I said, okay, well I'm not I'm not gonna fry the turkey because it's last minute. I'm not gonna be trying to go out and buy a fryer. I thought you already had. I ain't gonna worry about it. So uh, my wife said, what are you gonna do with the turkey? I said. I don't know yet. And so uh, I said, Well, I might, I might, you know, smoke the turkey. I might, because I love the grill too. So I said, I might, I might just smoke the turkey. And so uh, she says, Well, you know, do, do you got everything? I said, Yeah, we got, I got everything. I need to smoke the turkey. And, you know, that would actually be pretty good because when you smoke it, you can just kind of leave it out there and you don't even got to worry about it. Uh, so, you know, I can focus on fixing the other stuff. And so, uh, uh, but then, then, then I decided, I said, You know what? I, I don't think I'm going to smoke the turkey. She said, What you going to do with the turkey? I said, I'm going to do something a little bit different with the turkey. She said, What you going to do different? I said, I don't know yet. Uh, and so I go to the grocery store And I go to the, to the aisle with the spices and the seasonings And I'm just looking In the aisle with the spices and the seasonings She's like, what you looking for? And I said, I don't know yet, but I'll know when I see it <laughs> So I just start grabbing stuff and throwing it into the car. She said, what you gonna do with all that? I said, I don't know yet. I'll figure it out when I get to the house. (laughs) And so the night before, Wednesday night, I'm looking at this turkey and I got the turkey clean and I done patted it dry. And I'm looking at this turkey and I said, what am I gonna do with this turkey? So I decide to make a dry rub for the turkey. All this stuff that I done bought, I decided to make this dry rub for the turkey. And so uh, I'm trying to figure out how it is that I'm going to make the seasoning stick on the turkey. Now uh, my grandmother told me that all you got to do, and I, I looked up some stuff just to try to get my creative juices flowing, and everybody said, you know, you take the turkey and you rub the turkey down with butter, and, and rub the turkey down with butter, and it'll, it'll get you right, it'll get you where you need to go. And last year I rubbed the turkey down with butter, and the turkey was good, but the turkey didn't do what I really needed it to do, because I'm I'm not really a huge turkey fan, I but, but on Thanksgiving I can do the turkey, but I, if I'm going to do it, I need to be hitting on something. So so I said that the butter didn't really do what I needed it to do. So I opened up the cabinet, and I see a bottle of olive oil. Amen. So uh, I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit about what I did with the turkey because normally I don't talk about how I do my cooking. I don't, I don't talk about it. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit about what I did. I'm not going to tell you what the, what the dry rub was. I'm not did, even going to tell did, you what was in that thing. But what I'm going to tell you is I opened up the cabinet and looking back at me is a bottle of olive oil. And so I said, well, I can take the bottle of olive oil and instead of rubbing the turkey down with butter, I'm going to rub the turkey down with olive oil because, because uh, some stuff – Butter can handle, but for what I'm trying to do, see, I'm trying to do something great, and for what I'm trying to do, butter just don't get it. Butter just, but butter's a lot cheaper to deal with, but butter just don't do what I needed to do. And so, and so, I take the olive oil and I rub the olive oil in my hands and I start rubbing the turkey. With the olive oil, and then I take the dry rub, and I put the rub on the turkey, and the, and it's and it's sitting so perfect and glistening at me, so beautiful, and and see, y'all, y'all y'all not getting this thing. The Bible says that you are uh, the salt of the earth, and and so the reason why uh, the seasoning is sticking on you so tough is because you have an anointing. You do know that olive oil represents being anointed, so sometimes. God got to rub you down. See, butter just won't get it for the calling that God has on your life. Butter just ain't enough. It's cheaper and easier to deal with. But for some stuff in your life, you need an olive oil anointing. And sometimes God got to rub you down to. to yeah. Sometimes God, to, sometimes God got to rub you down to make this thing stick. Yeah. And Thanksgiving Day, everybody's asking, what you do with the turkey? Did you fry the turkey? No, I didn't fry the turkey. Did you smoke the turkey? No, I didn't smoke the turkey. But what'd you do with the turkey? Like, I, can't, I, I, I had to just do something special, and I couldn't explain it, because I really don't know. If I told you the whole process, I really don't know what I did to the turkey. I really I really don't know. It was smoked, roasted, fried something. I don't, I don't know. But it was, it was some steps to... There was some, some steps that I had to take and, and I guess I did a little bit of all three when I but, but one thing I do know is that butter wasn't gonna get it. I, I know that I know that I needed some, some oil. I needed some oil to make this thing work and God is trying to get you to a place where you understand that you gotta stop trying to go the cheap route and you gotta be willing to make yourself available for him to put some oil on you so you can accomplish what he set out. For you to accomplish. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All, right. All, right. All, right. All right. This is the last thing I got for you and I got to go. Mary didn't ask for the favor. Mary didn't ask for the calling. Mary didn't ask for the uh, anointing. And the last thing Mary doesn't ask for, but she gets it anyway, is a connection. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, I can't take too long with this because we got to have communion. y'all, verses 36 and 37 uh, say this. 36 and 37 read this way. Uh, what's more, the angel said, that ain't it. All this stuff sounds good, but that ain't it, Mary. uh, Mary, I got more news for you. Here's the news I got for you. Your cousin has become pregnant at her old age. Uh, People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now six months pregnant. For the word of God will never fail. I thought when I read it the second time that y'all was going to get it. Okay. So, so Mary gets this connection. Mary gets this connection. Uh, the Bible is teaching us right here in this moment that, that, that sometimes uh, the uh, favor of God on your life, sometimes the calling that God has given you, sometimes the anointing that God has given you uh, will filter over to some other people. And some other people have to be blessed just because they're connected to you. All right. All right. Um, uh, God will sometimes bless somebody not because they ask for it, not because they deserve it. Sometimes God will bless some people because they're connected to you. you. Uh, uh, see, see, here's the thing. Um, uh, you function as an extension cord. Okay. You function as an extension. Let, let me put it to you like this. I normally don't get into uh, the, the decorating festivities of Christmas. Okay. I'm not against it. I, it's just not my thing. So every year, uh, my wife, this is her favorite time of year. I mean, it's stuff everywhere in the house. She just decorates everything. And i don't never uh, listen, baby, do your thing. I, I ain't tripping, but I'm going to watch this game. Okay. So, uh, but for some reason this year, uh, I just I saw the excitement that she and my babies had about putting up the decorations, so I decided i 'm going to help. With the decorations now, uh, the, uh, on our tree we got one of them trees, uh, one of the pre-lit trees, so the the, the lights are already in the tree. Right. But the lights that are already in the tree are white lights, and so uh, my wife wanted just didn't want white lights. She wanted some color in there too. So so she has some additional lights that we need to add into the tree. And so uh, and so I'm trying to get the lights in. You know, I'm trying to help. Now I don't normally do this, so I'm trying to help. I'm thinking I'm doing something, and she says, "Baby, you got you to slow down because the way you're putting the." lights on, the lights are not going to work. I said, what do you mean the lights are not going to work? The lights are just fine. All you got to do is plug the lights in and the lights are not going to work. She says, babe, you're doing the lights wrong. Just slow down. I'm trying to tell you that the way you're doing it, the lights are not going to work. But Why aren't the lights going to work? She says, because every end has to be connected. Um, In order for any of the lights to work, all of them have to be connected. Uh, so, 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 so even though, even though uh, one of the lights is plugged into another light and plugged into another light and plugged into another light, which is plugged into the wall, if all of them or if any of them have been left out, none of them work. Uh, so Mary, Mary has a connection, uh, such a strong connection that because Mary is so connected uh, with God, whoever's connected with her gets the benefit of being connected with. God. Y'all making me work way too hard on this thing. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it's not about uh, what you know. Sometimes it's about who you know, okay? Because 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 who you know has some connections that you didn't have. Here's what I'm trying to get you to understand: Mary's cousin is pregnant. So the angel delivers a message to Mary That Mary you're going to have a baby But not only are you going to have a baby But your cousin is going to have a baby Now here's the thing uh, Even though your baby is considered to be more important Your cousin gets pregnant first yes. Come on. See this is why you got to be careful With counting somebody else's blessings See you worried about who getting blessed first yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you thought that because you didn't get blessed first That you wasn't going to get blessed at all uh uh you, you, you thought that because somebody else got to it before you that there was nothing left for you. But 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 there are some times where God has to save the best for last. The Bible says uh, that the first should be last. So Mary says I'm gonna be last first. Okay. Uh so, 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 so uh, Elizabeth is pregnant. What does that have to do with Mary? Well, uh, here's the thing. Elizabeth is pregnant with John the Baptist. And, and John the Baptist's job is to be the foreteller of Jesus, which is Mary's baby. So, so, so somebody had to get pregnant to tell about what Mary was pregnant with. The reason why God has to bless some of the people around you first is because somebody gotta make way for the blessing that you got coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. You didn't, you didn't ask for it. They didn't ask for it, but because they connected to you. Yeah, they, they didn't ask for nothing, but but because they connect. Or how about this? They've been asking for it and haven't been able to get it, but because they're connected to you, now they're eligible to have it. Okay. All right. Uh So Mary, uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth has to get pregnant uh, because Mary's pregnant. So Elizabeth, uh, uh, God, God, uh, uh, Elizabeth needs to understand that when God, when Elizabeth was praying for a baby all these years, God wasn't telling her no. God was telling her not yet. Right. Right. Because because I need I need for you to understand Elizabeth that what I have impregnated you with uh, has uh, favor a calling and some anointing and if I give it to you too fast then it dilutes the power that I put in it uh, so sometimes we think that God is ignoring us and in all actuality God is not ignoring us but He's waiting on the situation to develop uh, so that we can walk into what we need to walk into uh, and so. And so uh, Elizabeth has to wait for Mary to get pregnant before she can get pregnant. Okay. So so now um, now uh, she is about to give birth to a miracle because people have been calling her barren, which means she can't have any children. And pe- she's about to give birth to a miracle because she's too old to have children. But her miracle is being birthed just to tell about the on, miracle on, that's coming. That's right. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now All right. now. Uh, this is why you have to be careful how you treat people. All right. Amen. Because you never know who they're connected to. Amen. You um, got to be careful how you treat people. You got to be careful because you never know who they're connected to. I hope I don't get in trouble for telling this. Uh, if we do, we'll take down the live feed. Uh, but <laughs> last, week, last week my wife went downtown and she parked at a meter. And she was having trouble with the meter and it wasn't it wasn't user error because the meter has the instructions right on the meter and she's following the instructions. Now, if there's one thing I know about my wife, she might not listen to what you have to say, but she'll read what you write. Okay, So, so, so the, the instructions are, are listed on the meter, and so she's following the instructions, and the instructions aren't working. So the meter, there's an error in the meter. And so my wife calls the number that says, if you have any issues, call this number. She's having an issue. She calls the number. So they tell her, hey, this meter is acting haywire. What we're going to do is we're just going to put the time on the account from our office. Uh, don't worry about it. Everything's taken care of. So she went into the city-county building to do what she needed to do, and she comes back out, and she calls me, and she says, I'm But I say hello She says I'm so frustrated (laughs) So immediately I'm thinking What did I do now I don't even know I'm at work I don't even know what just happened She says I'm so frustrated I said what happened She says I came back And I got a ticket on my car And I said, well, how much is the ticket? That's all I want to know. At this point, the ticket there. Just tell me how much the ticket is. She said, it's only $20, but that's not the point. The point is, I called the number, and they told me that they was going to take care of it, and I got a ticket on my car. And when I called the number back, they say that they have no history of me calling the first time. So she says, "I, I, I spent all that time on the phone with them, about to be late for my appointment, fooling with them, and I come back to still have a ticket on my car. So she says, I'm taking down the information on the ticket. On the ticket, it says if you want to dispute this ticket, then these are the steps you need to take. So my wife goes back to work, and she takes this ticket, and she's writing a dissertation for a dispute about this ticket. She feels that she's been mistreated because she did what she was supposed to do and she still got punished for doing what she's supposed to do. Okay, I'm taking too long on this thing. Uh, So then my wife gets a call that says, "Uh, niece, what are you doing downtown getting tickets? She says, how do you know that I was downtown getting a ticket? And she has an uncle that says, because your complaint just came across my desk. Uh, he says, he says, any dispute that happens with a ticket has to be reviewed by me. So, so just because somebody gave you a ticket, uh, th- don't get upset about it. Don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. You gotta be careful how you treat people because you never know who they're connected to. Because now this person that wrote the ticket has to answer as to why you wrote a ticket when this call was made and was supposed to be taken care okay. of. And then the debt that she was supposed to pay is no longer owed. Somebody, to pay. but it wasn't because of anything she did. It was all because of who she was connected. So then, so then the angel hey! says, the angel says, because she's connected to you, she gets to have a baby too. All right. And everybody around her used to call her Baron. Hey! Hey! <sighs> Everybody around her used to call her barren Everybody around her used to call her unproductive Everybody around her used to call her nothing and nobody Everybody around her used to call her worthless Everybody around her used to say she was good for nothing Everybody around her used to but I told y'all just a few weeks ago what but means But means that anything that was said before don't even matter no more Ah they they used to call her Baron, uh, but now she's pregnant. Okay. Uh, they they used to call her one thing, but now they see they see something else. Hey! Uh, yeah. Uh, I I, I, I need just a few of y'all to be big, bad, and bold enough to say to whoever it is that's trying to come against you uh, that you can call me whatever you want to. Uh Yeah, you know who I used to be. Call me whatever you want to. to. But if you're going to call me anything, you can call me whatever you want, but make sure you call me favor. You can call me whatever you want, but make sure you call me call. You can call me whatever you want, but make sure you call me anointed. You can call me. Whatever you want, but make sure you let them know I'm connected. You can call me whatever you want. And get this, be mad if you want to, but I ain't even asked for it. I didn't ask for it, but I'm going to give God praise for it anyway. Because God has been too good to me for me to sit on it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't ask for none of this, but you can call me whatever you want. As long as you call me what God has called me stand to your feet this is it that's all i got for you if you didn't get it you ain't gonna have it uh but i want to tell you this real quick i want to give you this real quick uh because we read through verse 38 and i left out verse 38 while you stand standing to your feet i need you to understand this i need you to understand mary's response to the angel Mary's response I am the Lord's servant come on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. may everything you have said to me come true Ooh, and Jesus. then the angel yeah. left come yeah. she come says down. I'm ready willing yeah. and obedient to accept whatever yeah. it is yeah. that I didn't ask for I need somebody to give God yeah. some praise in this yeah. house yeah. for what you didn't ask for that he gave you anyway somebody tell yeah. God thank you yeah.